Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thank you very much, Chris. 248-539-9797. Dan Campbell at 935. Uh, we're talking about what's the biggest story nationally of the uh, the Final Four, the playoffs thus far. And the reason we're talking about it is because Shannon Sharp says it's Lamar Jackson. And I, look, it's a great story. There's no doubt about it. But it's not the... One playoff win since 1957, gone away. And the fact that a team that's only been in one NFC championship game, and that was back in January of 1992, a team that's never sniffed the Super Bowl, uh, let alone win it. That, to me, coupled with the fact where they took this team from, at, you know, the roster was awful, the Patricia era was done, Three thirteen in one year, one nine and eight last year after a one and six start, and where they are this year. To me, that's the story. And if you even want to be more myopic, and I will, representing a fan base where, except for college stuff, all four teams for the last decade have basically sucked. I mean, yeah. that has to be involved in the mind as well, right? Yeah, um, and I think when I was on um, the holiday break there, I sent a text, um, and I don't know if he brought it up to, to Jim Costa, uh, that since 2000, the Detroit area has suffered more losses. And not just the past decade. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about since 2000, this century. Right. It has been the worst sports town in terms of losses. They have suffered more losses between the Red Wings, the Pistons, the Lions, and the Tigers than any other city in the in the United States of America. And that includes a team, the Pistons, who won one championship, went to the finals, six straight times in the Final yeah. Four. The Red Wings won a Stanley Cup this uh, century and went to the finals the final yeah. year as well. Tigers went to the World Series. Actually, the Tigers, the Red Wings won two Stanley Cups this century, yeah. 2002 and 08. That's how bad it's been, especially over the past decade. Yes. And the Tigers, they've... Had some success this century. Right, yeah, as I mentioned. Yeah, I know. Um, they did, but, it, but they also had two seasons under 50 wins. Right. No, right. That's crazy. All right, let's go to Josh in Allen Park. What's up, Josh? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's Love going good. Thank you. I just had a comment because it's crazy to me how Lamar can be the biggest NFL storyline this season when we've heard the narrative over and over when the Ravens made the playoffs. Like, oh, Lamar is a QB. Should he not be? Should he not be? And it's crazy because he goes 0-3, never makes it, so the storyline drops. But this season, since he finally wins one, 
he's the biggest story in the NFL. Meanwhile, you have the Lions, and we all know the story, like never been to an NFC championship game, never won a home playoff game, and that somehow gets below the Lamar storyline. So that's just – I had to comment and comment on that. That's well, just crazy. Well, me. that's just one person's opinion that Shannon Sharp, because the other two people on the uh, the – the panel, so to speak, yep. uh, Dan Orlovsky and Stephen A. Smith, and they all said it's the Lions. And most people believe it's the Lions, and the Lions are America's team for right now. They are. Uh, the The problem is, as we are in any society, if this continues for the next few years, you're going to get, the, oh, I'm sick of Dan Campbell, the great stuff. Not from here locally. I'm talking about right. national. Because, you know, a lot of people get sick of Patrick Mahomes. A lot of people got sick of Tom Brady. Success and dominance Breeds contempt. I, I will. We can handle that problem. Oh, uh, we can. <laughs> yeah. Damn right. <laughs> I mean, we're Red Wing fans. For the Red Wings were they, yeah. they were hated because they were so freaking dominant. Yeah. You got to get there though. Yeah. You got to get there. You got to. You got to be that team that that can get to the the highest level and remain there. That's the that's the that's the next challenge. The, yes. the challenge is you got to get there first. Correct. All right. So we have this magical run. And hopefully it's not a magic trick and will disappear after this season. Yeah. Um, we know the history. So let me ask you this. Besides the 0-16 season, what's the low watermark for this franchise since the last time they played for a chance to go to the Super Bowl? 248-539-9797. Um. So I think at the top of most people's lists, um, I'm just going to state the obvious. It's it's Barry walking away. Mm-hmm. There that that that's got to be the lowest point. And is it the lowest point because uh, you know other than the 0 16, or is it just simply because of the struggles that this area, this fan base has perceived with ownership? Like that it is, you know, the ownership that basically drove Barry away. It's the ownership that basically drove Calvin away. Two Hall of Famers. One of them, maybe the best at what he did of all time. Correct. And you're looking at it going, that's got to be the low watermark. Yeah. For me, and it's also cliche, very basic, very simple, it's the hiring of Matt Mellon. You know, they went outside the box and it didn't work. And the worst part about it was they extended him. And what that M did was hire three M's in a row to coach his team, Morningweg, Mariucci, and Marinelli, and they all failed miserably. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I, we could, we could argue which M was the worst. I think Mariucci was the most disappointing. Well, yeah, sure, most disappointing. Yeah, because he was such a likable guy, and he was he was a guy you thought that could come in here and sell your uh, car, be charismatic, right, and 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 do everything you needed to do mm-hmm. to win games, or at least sell the fan base on it. But you know, he's good friends me, with Tom Izzo. Yeah, <laughs> where do you go to high school? Um, but for me, it's like Morningweg, like that is the one to me that you know you. you you take the wind, you do all of that stuff, you you ride out of, of training camp on your Harley, you ride in, you ride out on your Harley. It's like that to me seems so staged. But that roster was so bad that even I don't know what any coach could have salvaged that. He was he was bad, believe me. But Mariucci had some chops and you thought that he'd be able to turn it around and he just didn't. No. 
248-539-9797. Let's go to Dave in Livonia. What's up, Dave? Hey, Sony and Jazz. How are you guys doing? Good. So, first-time caller. Uh, For me, it it was the last year of the Patricia regime. Uh, You know, they, they had some success with Caldwell. Then they bring in this guy who's supposed to be the Patriot Way rocket scientist, and it was just got harder to watch every year. And by that last year, I just I, I couldn't do it anymore. It was it was just brutal, brutal for the fan base. And Sheila couldn't do it anymore either. I remember where I was when we got the word. It was a Saturday. It was the Michigan Penn State game during COVID. I was I was in the press box. Got the got the got the message. Well, I bet and, it's, just, it's yeah. so. So amazing! Three years later, where we're at, and you know that introductory press conference, and I don't know. I'm, I'm 40 years old. I was eight the last time we were in this position. It was one of my first football memories, and I'm geek, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm over the moon, and, and can't wait to see what they can do in San Francisco on Sunday. Yeah, it, it should, it should be a really good game. I'm not, who knows if they'll win, but I yeah. think the final score will be by less points than uh, the deficit was the last time they played the NFC Championship game. You know when. Patricia and Quinn were fired. That, like you said, it was a th- it was the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend, and it uh, they lost to the Texans. Deshaun Watson just lit them up. Remember Will Fuller? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, he we were done? sitting next to each other, right? Yeah, and uh, it is like that. She waited a full day. I want to know. I would. I would love to know what was what went on that day. I wonder when she initiated uh, the Spielman stuff. I don't know. It's weird because Mariucci was fired during that break as well. Yeah, but she wasn't in charge. No, of I know, that I know, real, but it's, it's Mr. Ford at yes. that point. I I just curious. I wonder if she like took some time to reach out to because you did let go of the GM and the coach, right. right? So you were it was starting all over. Yeah. Well, the the problem was both of them were poison in the building. They were toxic. Yeah, people didn't they weren't like very the, good people. Yeah, they people didn't like working there. You know from. From, you know, scouting department people to, you know, people who, like, took care of the field and things like that. They, they were just really bad bosses, so to speak. Let's go to uh, Carl. Uh, you're on 97 on the ticket. Hey, guys. So mine goes with the Patricia era also. Uh, mine is Gronk saying, you can't trade for me. I retire. <laughs> and then he goes to the Bucks. I think that's the lowest that hey, could happen. I mean, I understand players – that we had that retired while they were on the team. But Patricia came from the Patriots, and this guy's like, nope, I'm retiring. I want nothing to do with this. Well, I think the only reason he went to Tampa was because of who the quarterback was. Oh, yeah, I know that, but they were trying to trade for him, bring him in, and he's just, I'd much rather be retired than even come to Detroit to play for Patricia. Thank We thank Rob Gronkowski for that because who knows what draft collateral they would yeah. have traded to given up to get him, and Brad Holmes might have had less you know, you to stuff to, play, to yeah. work with. Exactly. Uh, let's go to Detroit. Jeremy, you're on 97 on the ticket. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Good. Awesome. Hey, I want to talk about the national narrative that I keep on hearing about the Lions. That's been uh, pretty crazy. We were just, you guys were just talking about it with the article about how, or basically not even in the conversation about how, you know, this team has gone from just being the complete underdog to being this dominant force in the NFL. And I don't know where I heard this quote specifically, so I can't, I, don't quote me directly, but I heard someone say on a, on a national scale, like, Detroit doesn't have it in them to make it to the Super Bowl. And the fact that, like, 
We're even in the, the, the NFC championship coming up here. It's like, what do you think we're going to the NFC championship for? To go congratulate the, the 49ers on, on their victory? Like, we're in this to win this. And the fact that, like, we're not even getting our due on national scale and people just keep on doubting us. It's just ridiculous to me. I, I tend to disagree. Look, most people will probably pick the 49ers to win the game, but the Lions nationally, not just the whole America's team thing, analyst, most analysts are sitting there, this is a really good football team. I, I beg to differ with Jeremy on that. I think they're getting their due. Um, I think they're getting their due. I don't, I don't think people understand everything that's going on, but I, don't, I wouldn't expect them to. There's too much. Yeah. If unless you grew up with this, unless you're a Detroit Lions fan and you've lived through it, right. it's too much to go through the history because of the the decades, the years. I mean, you're talking about books and books and books, history books. Yeah. All right, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Coming up next, there is a national guy who thinks the Lions can win the game if this happens. Or doesn't happen. 97 won the ticket. Hey, if you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel, America's number one sports sportsbook. New customers. Bet this Sunday's conference championship games that I don't know if you've heard, the Detroit Lions are playing for the NFC Championship with $150 in bonus bets. Absolutely guaranteed. All you got to do is place your first $5 bet. FanDuel has so many different ways for you to get a win. Just go to FanDuel right now and get started with $150 in bonus bets. And talk about placing a bet. It could be on the money line. Could be the spread. Could be player props. Same game parlay. Doesn't matter. It's $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Jansen to join the day. That's FanDuel.com slash Jansen. To make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL and 97 won the ticket. Must be 21 or over in present Michigan. First online real money wager. Only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as now in trouble. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 248-539-9797. Hey, Uncle Mel's mock. His first one is out. We'll just peruse it. And at 927, I'll tell you, 
where the Lions are picking and anything of local interest. John, don't look. I want to surprise Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, here's some ticket text. The low point of the Lions. Patricia's last Thanksgiving game. The pictures of Sheila head in hand. To think we would be here three years later is amazing. I was more upset at Barry walking away than Owen 16 and Matt Millen. That's from Tom and Schomburg. Low point, the Millen Man March. Our fans had to protest because it was that obvious the team was mismanaged. Low, man, low moment for the Lions, coordinators going to drive-throughs naked. <laughs> he wasn't a coordinator, but assistant coach, yes. yes. Bob Quinn was actually worse than Millen. Only reason he had any wins was in inheriting Stafford and some other talent that Mayhew brought in. The low watermark for the Lions is when they went after the job of a non-threat uh, because of Valenti, because he was realistic in his observations of Lions management. Whether that's true or not, I have no idea. Lowest point for me was when we were good enough to win our division with Stafford and a stacked team, but he couldn't get help. He couldn't help us to win one of the final four games. So glad to see him get get traded, and we got Goff. Well, that was the 16 season when they yeah. started nine and four, and then lost out and lost yes. the playoff game. Didn't it, was that the year he hurt his finger too? Yeah, but I actually think I'm, it was two years before that. Yeah. That's actually mine. Is it was the end of 14 when they went to Lambeau mm-hmm. and both teams were 11 and four and they had a chance to win the North and they didn't that day and Stafford played pretty bad and they, it was just clear you were never going to beat Aaron Rodgers to me. And Sue was gone after that and they actually went on. They lost the playoff game to Dallas. They got, yeah, you'd like to see that game play out without that picking up of the flag. Right. But they did, the Lions had the last two games of that season and then into 15, they went one and nine in that stretch. Yeah. And it just became clear to me that they're going to have to move on from Stafford. Well, it took them five more years. And they had know. a chance <laughs> in that game after the ridiculous call to, you know, because Stafford, you know, had a chance at the end and they couldn't do anything. And also, after that play, when Jim Caldwell decided to punt, Sam Martin shanked one. Yeah. Like he did, like he did on he Sunday. Did, yeah. Well, at least he had an excuse this he, time. He had a he was, sore hand. Right. Um, Matt Millen getting renewed, drafting Akuda, the ineptitude that caused the NFL to seriously consider taking our Thanksgiving game away, if I remember correctly. I don't know how serious they were about it. I know there was no. a, you know, a national groundswell for some people. And Dave in the Woods has a classic. Might not be the lowest, but very much describes the Lions the last 30 years. 2014, I think it was. Stephen Tullock t- tearing his ACL, <laughs> celebrating after sacking Aaron Rodgers. No, it was after Tebow. Right? Was it was after No, it was after Aaron Rodgers. Well, he Aaron picked Rogers? off yeah. Tebow. He had a pick six against Tebow. Oh, yeah. That's what you're thinking. Okay. About. I remember he, they did, he did something over Tebow. Uh, Bill and Lavonia are 97 won the ticket. Yeah, thanks a lot, Stoney. Uh, uh, my speech is splintered. I just had a stroke a little while ago. Oh. But to me, the lowest story was in the 90s with Mike Huntley getting hurt and the other linebacker, I think, in the, low, the late 90s. Reggie, Reggie Brown, and yes, and then, yeah. Yeah, a few years yeah, later. Reggie Brown, thank you. Thank you. Hope you uh, recover well from your show. Yeah. You ever just think about that? They lost a offensive lineman, paralyzed for life. They had one get run over in his front yard mowing the lawn, and they lost a, a, a look like might become a Pro Bowl caliber player, right. linebacker, yeah. to an injury. Like, right. Like, that's just the jinxes of things that are not – I can't comprehend them. They had two number one, they had two first round draft choices that year. They chose Reggie Brown, I think it was Brown first. Anyway, Reggie Brown and Jeff Hardings. And Hardings left because of like a fifty thousand dollar dispute with Matt Miller. It was like the stupidest sprint. Jeff Hardings was really, really good. He was a yeah. guard. Yes, he was really good. Expendable. <laughs> Replaceable. 
Uh, he went to the Steelers and uh, definitely thrived, played in the Super Bowl. Um, Lions Niners on Sunday. We'll find out more this week, obviously, with Debo Samuel. They said he's 50-50. My guess is he'd play, but who the hell knows? Stephen A. Smith says if Debo don't play, we'll be happy. Yeah, I mean, it's it, he is impactful. I don't know that yes. I would go as far no, as no Stephen chance. A. went. Um, but because the 49ers defense can create turnovers. Well, okay. 49ers defense can create turnovers, right. but let's just talk about their offense for, for 10 seconds. Yeah. And I'm just going to say Kittle, uh, McCaffrey, uh, I, you, you go down the list of playmakers that they have, you know, without even having Debo Samuel. Right. And they're a top offense. Yes. So it's. Does, so, does it does it help? Is it a benefit to the Lions that he's not available? Sure. Yes. Now, usually at this time, uh, we look at mock drafts because we it's our Super Bowl. We're three weeks into our offseason. This year, this is Lions luck in a weird way. The Super Bowl is in Detroit, and the Lions hopefully will be picking 32nd. Uh, but right now... The draft is in Detroit. What did I say? The Super, Super Bowl, Bowl yeah. Well, yeah, the Lions Super Bowl is in yes. Detroit. The draft is in Detroit. Uh, and the Lions, unless they trade up, will be picking probably 30th or 31st. Who knows? Anyway, uh, Mel Kuyper, Uncle Mel, has his first mock draft. I'll go through the first 10, then we'll tell you what the Lions are going to do. Okay. Uh, Caleb Williams, one to the Bears. This is a no-trade one. Uh, Jaden Daniels to Washington at two. Drake made to New England at three. Marvin Harrison Jr. to Arizona at four. Brock Bowers, a tight end at five to the Chargers. Oh, Jim Harbaugh loves his tight ends. Uh, Malik Neighbors, wide receiver LSU to the G-Men. Joe Alt, uh, the best offensive tackle in the draft, probably to Tennessee at seven. Dallas Turner, the outside linebacker from Alabama to the Atlanta Falcons at eight. Um, Roma Dunze, the wide receiver from Washington to the Chicago Bears at 9. And at 10, Penn State's Olu Fashanu, the offensive tackle. Now, yep. of other interest, they have, our Uncle Mel has at 16, the Seattle Seahawks taking J.J. McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Sitting behind Geno for a year? Who knows? And yep. well, I, he needs to go and sit behind somebody for a year. At least, yes, Absolutely. And we scroll all the way down to let's see where the Lions are going to pick. Boop, 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 boop. We're into the 20, at 30, at 30. Cornerback from Toledo, Quinion Mitchell. I've heard a lot of good things about him. I'm not that familiar with his work. We'll do more draft diligence as the draft gets near. Uh, it says Detroit landed a second-round steal on Brian Branch, who had three picks in an excellent rookie season. Unfortunately, that wasn't enough to solve this defense's issues defending the pass. Lions ranked 31st in yards per pass attempt. Mitchell leveled up this past season, not allowing a single touchdown pass as the nearest defender in coverage. Despite being targeted 59 times, he picked off five passes in 22, gave up four scores, but he was much more consistent in 23, though he only had one interception. I'm excited to see how he performs at senior bowl practices next week. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I, I Same thing. I, guys from Toledo right now, I have not done my research. Right. Uh, but the fact that they're picking at 30, I'm a little disappointed in Uncle Mel. Oh. Not, not much faith in us. I'm, I'm, I was anticipating 31 or 32. Uh, 
I think most people like the previous call. Most people. I don't care about most people. Well, it's Uncle Mel. He just he yeah. a, does he have the Ravens at thirty second? I should check because he no, is, he's got San Francisco at thirty two. Wow, that's surprising yeah. to me because he's a, he's a Baltimore on. Baltimore. I think that's what they're called, aren't they? I think. Yeah, sure, it sounds good to me. Uh, Joe in West Bloomfield, you're a ninety seven on the ticket. Morning, guys. Sorry hey. if it's uh, kind of loud in the phone. I'm I'm driving, but. I don't know if it's the worst thing, but I always remember every year for the Lions for how many years Thanksgiving rolls around and everyone's talking about why the heck do the Lions have a Thanksgiving every year, right? Yeah. Because it just reminds us how bad they are. It made me feel bad every year. So, I don't know. It's just a thought I had. How are the roads out there, Joe? Well, I'm in Cincinnati right now. It's oh. just raining hard, so okay. I miss the ice. <laughs> All right. We don't give a rat's ass about six and that. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Not at all. That's all, right. all right. We do give a rat's ass about Dan Campbell. He'll join us next. 97 won the ticket. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 